Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. Well, after dispatching everyone but the chief of the Yak Folk, we carefully moved Jador into position to grab the chief as he returned from his banishment. And that occurred. And then we uh, questioned the chief through various methods to find out his relationship and the Yak Folk with the giants which he unveiled not much other than... I mean, not much in terms of a relationship. They don't really do... They just feed... They provide food for the giants. um, And then the giants get their food via this elevator shaft behind the village. So we uh, collected our things, those of us who weren't already wearing things, um, (laughs) and then uh, continued to the elevator shaft where we found an elevator that was constantly moving... Uh, we also found a stairwell. Heroes Not Included, Season 2. Uh, you notice that the chains supporting the platform are rusty, but they are very large and secure. And you would guess that the platform could hold tens of thousands of pounds without protest. Okay. Good to know. But you wait, and it starts to make its way back up. And it comes all the way up, and you see it stops for a second. It's still not in sight, and then it goes, and it stops for another second and then it goes and it comes all the way up it's it's uh briefly pausing yeah and then it briefly pauses at this level and then it starts to go all the way back down until it gets back down to somewhere down there and it stops for a brief moment it's never come a uh, level with us yeah and whenever yeah, it, it does it pauses for a moment oh okay 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 there's like three floors basically. okay all right so you hop on the elevator then mm-hmm okay you notice that the elevator doesn't even seem to notice. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't even... It, yeah, there's there's no movement of any kind, and it begins descending. It descends through a hole in the ceiling. So, like, all of a sudden we're now seeing a big cavern. Mm-hmm. That we're... And you see beneath it a ring-shaped gantry is bolted to the wall of the elevator shaft, and it is 50 feet above the floor of this entire chamber. The elevator then stops at the gantry. The circular space that the gantry surrounds is just wide enough for the platform to pass through it. You see no guards, but you do hear the rattling of chains. You can either go east or west from the gantry, but north and south is rock wall. Are we at one of the intermediate stops? stops? Yep. I see no reason not to hop off. I mean, 
The only other stop is ground floor. Yeah, I say no one's here. 50 feet beneath you. No one's here. We're already rolling aces. Let's hop. Let's just walk (laughs) a step off the gantry. I mean, I can see no reason to continue going down that would only be a net negative from where we currently are. Okay. Yeah. Everyone agree? Lucky us. No one's here. We don't know what's below us. We know this is safe. We're technically inside the place. You uh, step off, and uh, after stepping, after all of you have stepped off, it continues lowering until it reaches the ground. And then we see all these mouths. Like, <laughs> all right. Uh, and you don't see any, anybody react okay, when it begins uh, making its way up. Rattling of chains. Yes, you hear the rattling of chains. Do I see all around you? Uh, the noise that you hear coming uh, from the east uh, is a sound of clanging iron and chains moving. And you notice coming from the west that the stone floor that the, gant- that the gantry is connected to is also connected to the big open space itself and a balcony that overlooks it. Okay. So we hear rattling of chains oh, like... Okay, like, like yeah. people are just doing stuff and there's rattling. Yeah, I mean... This isn't know, like a... Um, this is fire giants at work. Yeah, okay. We're in a um, occupied place. stuff. Then you said we heard something else, I thought. The rattle of chains? Just rattle of chains. Oh, yeah, and the clinking of metal. Clinking of metal? Coming, uh, again, from the west. Tink, 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 tink. Uh, from the east. Rattle, rattle. Okay. Excuse me. So clinking of metal this way. So I would guess we're, we're moving slow... Whatever it is, that movement speed that keeps you, um, like, very aware of your surroundings. You can use stealth at slow. Okay. Is that what you're doing? I mean, Jador is just standing here. Oh, yeah. We don't see any way, any other way down? Uh, you can ride the elevator to the ground floor. That's it. Which is 50 feet beneath you. Or go into this room that we don't know what's or in. Or go towards or the balcony. Step on the gantry, and just and we can go in. That's what you guys right? stepped on. Was yeah, the that's, really, that's where we're on. Yeah, and we just saw that go down, and we can either go this way or that way, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, let's go take a look on that balcony. Yeah, yeah. It's on the road. Oh yeah, you want to go take it off? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go try and sneak. Go scout. Yep. Go scout. I send. I send someone to watch your back. Can you? Yeah, you can. You can also just have them. Yep. Do I send Malthus to go. Be a second set of eyes. Check out what it, what's in the room. Oh, oh in this way? Yeah, because he can be unseen. Okay, so when I see you plotting off that way... You're going to go to the room. Um, Guess Malthus. Malthus the room. Yeah, okay. I just kind of poke him on the, on the belly and just... Wave my hand. All right, yeah, give me a... Um, give me a stealth check. 28. Wow, I forgot how stealthy you are. I rolled a 19. Hey, I was going to tell him to do something. <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> huh? What? Okay, you sneak uh, to the edge of the balcony, and the balcony is made of iron, like an iron grating, so you can oh, look see through it, through it, and above it. It's, it's a giant-sized gap, so you're having to be like, ooh, careful. <laughs> um, well, even uh, even at giant size, you would have to squirm. But it's almost like you can't just walk on it comfortably. It's kind of be like it's, got, it's like it's like being on a deck where the boards are too far apart. Yeah, all of a sudden so, yeah. you're kind of like, okay. Let me it just is. <laughs> I mean, you could easily put your foot through it. Yeah, I mean, your yeah. dexterous is all hell, I'm guessing. So yeah. not really a big deal. Just kind of funny to imagine. <laughs> He's probably skipping a little. <laughs> all right, you look through, and this is what you see. It's a grating floor, except the great holes are, are four feet in diameter. <laughs> not a big deal if you're a dragon. <laughs> 
So even if they were one foot in diameter, it'd be like, don't step in one of those. The wide iron gantry extends a short distance into a vast chamber. Two lit braziers illuminate the western gantry, which has iron stairs leading down to the floor of an area 50 feet below you. The northern and eastern gantries are unlit. The ceiling is 40 feet above you, and the floor 50 feet below. The rattling of the bucket chain fills the room, and as you look to the north and to the south, you see a massive chain with huge buckets moving east. And when you look to the south, they're moving west. So they're going like this. Oh, it's like a big assembly line kind of thing. And you see what looks like ore, or some other kind of rock in the ones that are moving to the east. So in this huge open space that you see, you see four cable towers. Two on the south, two on the north, and that support this huge chain that's moving these buckets along. Hanging in midair, held in place by chains bolted to the floor and ceiling, is the helmed head and upper torso of what looks to be some kind of fire giant golem. Kind of like right here in the middle of the room? Yep. Cranes extending out from a few of the gantries are holding fragments of the Colossus hanging from them. An enormous greatsword and a giant gauntlet-like hand and forearm. Even compared to the fire giants, it is huge. They seem to be attempting to assemble it. And down on the main floor, you see various fire giants milling about, and one in particular. Your so they're putting together a fire giant transformer. <laughs> Essentially. Okay. What's the thing in Fallout 3? Liberty Prime? Really? Yeah, Liberty yep. Prime. Liberty Prime. <laughs> you see someone... The giant's like, the problem is we're just not big enough. <laughs> Our weapons have to be really yes. big. So while they're off, they're, they're off, we're, so it's awkwardly me standing next to Jador and Calic. Uh-huh. And at one point I go, so can you wait to kill the giants you see until we give you the command? Because <laughs> we're going to see giants. And oh, we want to kill them. Believe me, I, we want to kill them. But, but we gotta be, we got to think through this, Jador. we got to think. Jador looks at you and says, Jador take command only from person stronger than Jador. Mm. You, weak. Look, look. <laughs> I'm just trying to maximize giant killing. Okay? <laughs> we can get more giants to die if we just do it with a little bit of thinking. Mm. Jador maximize. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And you see, he, he begins to unsling his... <laughs> no, no, too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> just, look, look, just trust me on this. We're going to kill so many giants in, in the long, in the big, big game, the big picture. Calic. <laughs> so I kind of stand up very straight to look as big as I can at, what, 5'9 or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I squat down a little bit. <laughs> There you go. <clears throat> Jador, don't kill until we say so. Kind of taking the wrong approach. <laughs> you not stronger than Jador. Yeah. <laughs> Hold out my arm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> to arm wrestle. <laughs> All right. So I go like this, and I wink slightly <laughs> at Eobar. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you going to try something? <laughs> 
they go, we settle who's stronger, Jador. Mmm. Russell. <laughs> I go, okay. And, and you see Jador kind of mimics your stance a little bit, but he, he's he's centered himself slightly do differently. Your, do you take your baseball hat? Turn it backwards. He, he centers himself slightly differently, and he brings down this, this massive arm, and... and <laughs> Um, you realize that his bicep is the size of most of your upper torso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he puts his arm down there. <laughs> so I, uh, I grab <laughs> like okay. this, okay, as much as I can, without without looking like I'm weak. Okay. All of this is like pantomime. Lots of, lots of machismo, machismo going on. Right, right. <laughs> I love how you have to like build up this machismo and Jador's just like, oh, I'm ready to go. <laughs> right. You gotta puff those feathers out. Puff them up. Alrighty, which I believe last I checked is an opposed test. So strength roll plus your modifier versus roll plus his modifier? Yep. You s- attempt to seize the target with a strength athletics check contested by the target's strength athletics or uh, the target's dexterity acrobatics check, the target gets to choose. For Jador, yeah. th- this is just pure strength test. All right, so. I guess you have some before this happened. How you place your feet was really. <laughs> While I was going to grab his arm, I was also drinking a vial. Oh, yeah? You're going to drink a vial? <laughs> All right, yeah. Oh, well, this, this should be interesting because, the, believe it or not, the strengths of both of them are very, very close. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So this is going to come down pretty much to a roll. So your strength is now 25, and the modifier on 25 is plus 7. Wow. I would like to give you inspiration for coming up with this clever way of trying to keep Jador from just going on a frenzy. Thank you for the inspiration. (laughs) It bounced into the... (laughs) Very gently now. What did you get? 20. (laughs) Matt 20? Matt 20. (laughs) You can't roll better than that. But it's not a critical because we're not in combat. Nope, so. So, (laughs) can't double your So it's 30. 30 total? All right. Let's see what Jador rolls. (laughs) So we see. (laughs) He rolled a 29. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just seeing. I'm like. It's going that way. That's crazy. And so you literally, you guys are like this. Just starts to slowly. And um, yeah, I mean, I imagine, Elmar, you'd be probably pretty surprised either one, uh, that Kalik is doing it, and two, that Jador is almost as strong as a fire giant. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have two hernia surgeries. Yeah. <laughs> and you're both sweating profusely. And... That's not different from normal. <laughs> yes, for him, that's true. Jador is sweating profusely, and you slowly begin to move the arm. Just like this, and Jador is continuing to... <laughs> Normally... Keep it down. <laughs> Yeah, Jador is starting to make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> like those clinking sounds. <laughs> a lot of clinking sounds. And uh, <laughs> normally people at a certain point, right, they realize I've lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's going to trigger a rage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jador doesn't have that capacity. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I can hold this for an hour, I guess. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So he just the full hour. <laughs> he continues to resist all the way until you've brought the arm like all the way down <laughs> down here. 
And you can see that he is attempting to keep his rage under control. Oh, that's gentle. That's uh, noble. Yeah. You can see that there is a serious battle going on mentally <laughs> Judge Arthur's moment. What's happening? <laughs> Nine-tenths of him want to just rip your head off. Yeah, right. right. Adrenaline is just <laughs> filling every gland. Um, but there, but he does have a 14 wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, so he, he, he might not be smart, but he is He wise. respects that we are not fighting. Right. He under, he, <laughs> this he, is a know, test. He can understand the difference. <laughs> That I cheated horribly. <laughs> yeah, let us not bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't bring that up. No, we won't. He's, he, he he might take exception in a way that would be <laughs> bad for everybody. Oh. So finally, only until you have actually brought his hand to the ground, <laughs> does he release. You each take one level of strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he says, "Hmm, I wait." <laughs> I go, you're very strong. And he looks at you and he says, next time, no potion. Whoa. (laughs) And I'm like, hiccup. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was beer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, makes sense. He wanted to be, just because he was like, I'm going to try and beat the fire giant straight. Yeah, he enjoyed the challenge, right? Yeah, that's Jador. <laughs> that's a challenge? All right. I'll take the challenge. <laughs> Jador, you can end in death. It's a challenge! <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> I buy that again. Yeah, we're going to kill so many giants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be as strong as I right now for this next hour. <laughs> okay, so, that said, we now uh, come to... Uh, what uh, Malthus sees. So, after watching that, then I, yeah. I <laughs> tilt my head back and make this. Uh, 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 I like to think it's just a horrible face I make when. <laughs> I'm used to it. Look at that old face. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? I think it's good. No, is he in pain? I don't know. <laughs> is he about to sneeze? I think so. <laughs> What you see through uh, Mouse's eyes, eight orcs work under the watch of a fire giant. The bucket chain moves from north to south through the room, the iron buckets dangling a few feet above the floor. As buckets of iron ore pass by, two orcs with hooked poles tip the buckets and dump their contents onto the floor. Two more orcs place the ore atop stone slabs, and two more orcs pick out impurities. The last two orcs load the ore back into the buckets and shovel the impurities into piles. A fire burns in a hearth in the middle of the east wall. You notice that the giant carries a two-foot-long iron key. I guess once he sees all that, he zooms on back to me. Mm -hmm. That's right. Also comes back. Okay. Yeah, so there's a balcony, and then there's some stairs that go down, and there were... Um, I think back to how many fire giants were on the floor in that room. Quite a few. There were lots and lots and lots of fire giants. Because they're all working hard. And they were putting well, together... Well, some of them are. Some of them are standing around looking mean. They were putting together what seemed to be a really, really, really big fire giant. And there was one guy that looked extra fancy, and he might be the guy, the duke, but I'm not sure. That didn't sound good. Yeah, it didn't really look like a great option. It's not much better the other way. 
Ooh. There's only one fire giant, but a bunch of orcs. Mm. You said that these guys were like filtering the ore and shoveling it back into the buckets, so these buckets are also full? Yeah, but they're not full to the point where they're overflowing. So that's why they look empty. We think em- these are that's related. Why, that's why they look empty. empty. Are these separate or is this all part this of one system? All one. Um, you can make an intelligence check. Uh, what'd you get? 17. 13. Well, the DC was very easy. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we're sitting there in the soot on the platform. Just kind of, like, yeah. sketching. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, our goal is to find the conch. Which is going to be in his personal chambers. Or you can always go down to the ground floor. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I see nothing here that's conch-worthy. Oh, is the ground floor even further down than yeah, this yeah. guy? The ground floor is what you were looking down on. Yeah, this is the 50 feet down onto this area. This is 50 feet The down. elevator goes one more step down to that floor yeah. where all the right. giants are. Right. I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. You guys um, talk it out. While we're talking it out, I tell Malthus to go ahead and fly down the shaft mm-hmm. and scout. And tell us whether we wanted to figure out if it's safe to, to ride the platform down. Down to the ground floor? Yeah, hoping, my hope, everybody's so busy, they're so working so hard. Building Super Zoltor. Yeah, building Super <laughs> Zoltor. We're going to get our Zord. <laughs> Every giant faction is building a piece of the yeah. Mega Giant. <laughs> and I'll be the head! <laughs> Stupid stone giant leg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. This plan is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a giant in charge of this? <laughs> Only a dragon would come up with this. <laughs> it was. The dragons fed it to him. Yeah. This will keep him occupied for decades. <laughs> They're so stupid. Just build a dragon. Well, you guys, any one of you are welcome to roll uh, history, or I'll accept Arcana if you want to know anything about the Colossus. I do. Um, Malthus flies down. The 500-foot-tall elevator shaft ends here at the ground floor. Iron pillars support a ring-shaped iron gantry 50 feet overhead. Kind of like this whole setup here? So the iron gantry that you got off on are supported by iron pillars. I see. Wide tunnels lead north and west. He hears a flurry of goblin voices coming from the north. The tunnel that leads west takes you right out into the main floor where the Colossus is being built. Okay. The wide tunnel to the north leads to a feasting hall where he sees 30 goblins clearing off the remains of a feast. To the north? Mm-hmm. So we got here just after lunch, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's good. And there is um, a fire uh, giantess standing in the room supervising the clearing, and she is dressed um, quite... You said she was stressed. I was like, so am I. <laughs> she is dressed quite luxuriously. Ooh, maybe it's the lady of the house. Do we know anything about Duke Zalto's family? Uh-huh. Uh, did any of you make a, a, a history or a kind of check about the Colossus? I got an 18. You got an 18? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can try history. On either. I'm just not smart. 10. 9. Well, apparently something about that rings a bell. I saw it. I percolated on it. No, yeah. I remember a thing. You now remember that the Colossus is called Volandod. Volandod. Like, this is one that they make every couple of years? No. Um, it is a dragon-slaying Colossus. 
after the giant dragon war, it was believed lost. But apparently Zalto, it seems, has been collecting its fragments. So they're not building a new one. They are reconstructing a, a previous one. Yeah, and you have to understand that this thing towers over the giants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. According to legend, it requires an incredibly powerful elemental force to power it. So somewhere they have some sort of giant elemental. I mean, I would assume if I were building a thing, I'd want to have the power ready made to go. Could send someone out to buy batteries. Yeah, right? So that's the worst part of Christmas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it is, an, it is an ancient... How tall is it? It stands 80 feet tall. Oh, so I was like looking it in the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of its eyes has a giant ruby set into it. Whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other eye is an empty socket, but of similar size. But it has a very distinctive... The metal it's made out of has a very distinctive shimmer. Um, what would you want to roll for that? Uh, nature. To see if you could determine the... Mm, that's a 14. I think Calyx good at nature, so I recount this to the, the guys. Metal with a unique sheen. Ooh. Um, I don't have any bonus, but 17. Oh. 17? Straight up. There's only one metal you can think of that has a unique sheen, and that is adamantine. Adamantine. I don't know what that is. What is it? Super strong metal. It's just super strong. It doesn't have like any... Wolverine's claws. Oh, kind of right, right, right. Like, there is no stronger metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, even forging, it's complicated. Because you can't Clearly. get it hot enough to manipulate. Clearly. But, man, the value of that golem on the open market? <laughs> just, just in part and scrap? <laughs> yeah, just a evil catalyst. <laughs> you can rebuild an entire, say, raised kingdom. <laughs> raised, uh, one of the uh, one of the eyes, the, the ruby eye, uh, looks to weigh somewhere around 250 pounds. Were there any entrances or exits in the dining hall area? Uh, yes, to the east and to the west. I just send him. I just I just have him keep going. We uh, we don't want to mess with any of this. Like frankly, I just don't want to touch any of this. In, in a perfect world, we're gonna find a little boudoir. There's gonna be a little conch on an, on an end table. <laughs> And we're gonna go for it. Just I don't know if we're gonna get that. So I just send him. I send him west. Send him uh, west. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's a large hall. The hall turns sharply to the left, and at the end of the hall, as it turns sharply to the left, you have double doors. And then right after it turns to the left, you have double doors. So you have double doors where the hall ends, and, and then one right there. Here. You got it. Crap. Okay. And they are shut. And giant size. Uh-huh. Okay. So, I would I say, ah, go check out the other hallway. Uh, he flies into the other hallway, and it uh, dead ends in a T, with the hall turning to the north and the south, closed doors at either end. The hallway is uh, intricately carved, as opposed to the plain, straight, big hallway. That oh, you okay. Where did well, also, all the stuff is happening this way, and they're sending the ore to be mm-hmm. forged this way. This is just like the little processing area. This might be the whole rest of the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, again, I, after I kind of come back, I say, all right, get back here. And then I kind of come back to in the soot on the gantry and start catching up what I saw, right? And then I look at both of these two, and I say, I think we should go here. Agreed. How can we get there? You can scout even better than old Malthus can right now. 
Why? Because you can just dump yourself in oil. Okay, yeah, I guess I guess that's what I'll do. And you guys are just gonna hide out here? Yeah, I think I think I can hide us if we if we if if this guy decides he's gonna go on his rounds or some crap. Um, it doesn't seem like that's what he does, right? No, I don't think so. And if we were like there or whatever, he wouldn't walk around. Okay, let's do it. Rub that oil in. Yeah. You can just kind of pour it over your head. Okay, I guess I'm gonna go scout. So you um, we should have given Alpha's the potion. <laughs> you notice that as Aspen pours the potion over uh, his head, that he begins to fade away. I just reach right through where his head was. <laughs> yeah, you see, he is not there. <laughs> oh no! It was acid. As it, what have we done? as it pours over your head, you see kind of like someone's pulling down a shade. As all of the dark hidden shadows and the reds and the browns and the blacks all turn to shades of blues and gray hues and this is weird. pearlescent <laughs> colors. Okay. Well, not that different from you, like phasing into the fey wild stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, it depends on how you enter the fey. Yeah. Can we even talk anymore? Mm-hmm. No. No. Hey. He's not even there. Talking to you. There's nothing there. <laughs> you can see Eobard and Kalik, but they look to be smoky reflections almost. Hmm. And you feel yourself begin to sink through the floor. Uh, I'm going to slant my sinking towards where... Towards those rooms? Mm-hmm. Okay. You kind of slowly move through what you know to be stone. This is so weird. <laughs> now the stone's not moving, but you kind of feel yourself moving. You can see it move through your body. The sort of dark blue-gray kind of move through your body. Don't want to end up in a wall when this wears off. Yeah, wears off is something I hadn't thought of until just now. <laughs> guys, guys, I figured out the whole place. Guys, guys. Oh, crap. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Slowly but surely, you then begin to emerge out of the wall. And uh, you're coming out of the ceiling now in the feast hall. And you see 30 goblins cleaning up after themselves under the watchful eye of a uh, giantess. And they are moving frantically, trying to balance these giant-sized mugs and plates and fighting over scraps of food mm-hmm. that have been left. It's about 50 feet down to the ground which is good because it takes you about that long to figure out kind of how to slow your descent, kind of how to... Regulate my move. Movement. And you, it, it feels a little bit like you're swimming in honey. Okay. Kind of thick, slow movements. And you slowly make your way down the hall. Now, do you go to the left or the right? Are the doors any different? Um, no. I'm going to go to the right. So, south. Hmm? Yes. yes. That's oh, no, I want to go north. Anyway. Okay, I'm going to go to the left. Okay. Yeah. You enter the room to find an enormous bed with a frame made from crisscrossing iron sword blades. Look as though they've been welded together. It's the iron bed. Yeah, the bed of thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Dangling above the bed are large chains and manacles, the purpose of which is known only to the Duke and Duchess. A 15-foot diameter shield is displayed on the north wall behind the bed. You see an iron chandelier hang from the ceiling over the center of the room near the foot of the bed. A chain connected to the chandelier 
is snagged on an iron hook mounted on the east wall above a ten-foot-tall table, which seems to have some valuables on it. You notice that there are two wardrobes, look like they're made of wood, tough to say, against the west wall. You also see a giant barrel in the southeast corner, which rests in front of a mirror. Seems to be giant size. Okay. No giant conch. Well, it's tough to... You, you have to go down to the table to see if it was on okay. the table. Well, I would, I would go down to the table. You float down to the table. Closer, closer. You see a hairbrush with wire bristles. A tinder box made of some sort of dark stone with what looks like melted... Some sort of melted gold in it. Uh, you see gold. a hand mirror and uh, a bronze jewelry chest. So this is her end table. Where's, where's his desk? A giant trashy novel. <laughs> a pair of glasses. <laughs> this one of those, they have separate bedroom deals? No, no. Uh, you can see with one of the wardrobes left open that some of the Duke's clothes hang in it. Along with the table and the wardrobes, you see an iron chest in the room. Oh. Well, I poke my head into that. Uh, you poke your head into the iron chest, and you see a crown oh. sitting on a bed of ashes. <laughs> and you see buried in the ashes the glint of a seashell. Wait, did they kill him? No, I think my ways keep ashes. Might be just a fire giant kind of. It's a fire giant thing, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's their little aesthetic. It's their uh, pot puri. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know where it is. It's up in the morning. It's like they're uh, it's their gold bond medicated powder. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, let's go. It's a hot day. Yeah. <laughs> Working that <Black>. forge. <laughs> you don't want to chafe. <laughs> so you're gonna try and make your way back up now. Mm-hmm. I, I was, you don't do a little scouting just just because. Uh. We've got an hour of potion of oil. I'm not even quite sure how to get it off of you. <laughs> it just stops. Does it? Yeah. You it just, just you just be like, I want this done. No, it, it fades off. Are we just going to hang out for an hour? <laughs> okay. Yeah. When, this, when the spell ends. It's just after lunch. It was the two to three, everyone's super busy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would take as much time as I could. You could check I, out these guys and check out what was in that south room. Yeah, I'm more interested in the south room, seeing because that's close to their personal quarters. The crown looked like a fire giant crown. Yeah, it was definitely giant-sized, and in it was set six distinct gems, but it was tough to make out what kind of gems. Oh, because of the color? Uh, yeah, because of the... Did it aesthetically match what I had seen? Oh, it is definitely Zalto's crown. Okay. Just want to make sure it wasn't a Hecaton. <laughs> oh, you thought they burned Hecaton and put him in a... That'd be right. nice. <laughs> they entombed him in their bedroom. Yeah, maybe the, the, the daughters <laughs> gave him to... Zalto yeah, to yeah, yeah. blah blah blah. So you're gonna make your way to the other one? Yeah, I'm gonna go south and see what's in the south room. You enter the south room and you see there are two beds, smaller than the grand bed in the other room. You see what looks to be a eleven foot tall version of a fire giant, long hair laying on the bed, weeping and wallowing. You see two female hobgoblins standing nearby, though they seem to not be making any attempt to comfort or assuage her. I want to sit here and listen and see if she just starts 
saying anything about why she's so upset. North of her bed is an empty barrel. Oh, she's all out of weed. <laughs> an alcove. I would to, cry too. An alcove to the south holds two large empty crates and a third crate filled with half-burned dolls and broken toys. Oh. Does she look like a fire giant? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She's like a, a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. I can just see that she's upset. Okay. Well, I guess. How much time do I have left? It's taken you about 25 minutes to do all this so far. Okay. I'm just going to go back. Okay. With the time that I have left. Because I want to make sure for sure that I'm not going to get caught anywhere. Okay. You begin to make your way back. And it is slow going. But you eventually figure out how to kind of move up Mm -hmm. through things. And as you get up to the iron gantry and to that level that you left, as your foot makes it through the floor, you see yourself become material. Yes. Good timing. Ah! Yeah, literally. <laughs> well? Uh, I found it. Oh. Um, you know, there's that T hallway, and to the north is what appears to be their bedroom. And there's a chest in there with his crown and the conch. I don't know if it's locked or not. I just walked through it. And then in the other room to the south were two beds and what looked to be like their daughter. And she was really upset. She was crying and stuff. And her hobgoblin slaves didn't seem to really give a shit. Mm. So that's something to be aware of. Can you tell us about that they burned her dolls? Uh, well, there were burnt dolls. I don't know if who burned them. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a fire giant. She might have a hard time controlling her rage. Yeah. yeah. So she might have accidentally burned I them. I don't think they can project fire. Uh, they have... They, I mean, they are fire giants. I always imagine them to be like... They get warm when they're oh, yeah, maybe. angry. And, you know, puberty. It's rough. <laughs> it's, it's more of like they live amongst the fire. Mm. Like the hill giants are made of hills. Maybe. I don't know. Although, I don't know how it all works. A bit cloudy. But that's where it is. I don't know how we can get there, though, because we got to go through the, well, the dining hall. I'd say all in all, of places we got to get through, given the option of multiple fire giants, one fire giant and a couple goblins, and one fire giant, or a bunch of orcs and one fire giant and a bunch of goblins that are distracted by the task, of the options, this was the, be- <laughs> the best possible one. I wonder how long they're going to sit in there and do their thing. Well, they were cleaning off the table when I went through. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today with your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroesnotincluded. And finally, our podcast is supported by Tevye Schmidt, Chris Gergich, and Josh Heddle, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, but they also gain special behind-the-screen access including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. 
To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next week, be the hero.